0: Talk Radio. and welcome to circle sanctuary network podcasts brought to you by circle sanctuary one of the oldest nature spirituality churches in the United States connecting people of nature center paths around the world join us through the week for a variety of shows discussing various topics celebrating the divine in all of its forms through nature worship rituals education and building bridges of community
1: Son, we call to you. Sacred sun, sacred sun, we honor you. Sacred sun, sacred sun, peace. Here, sacred sun,
2: sacred sun, as us all.
1: Greetings. We celebrate the sacred sun as one and in many forms. Is Lena Fox? I give thanks to everybody watching and listening live and all who will be tuning in later. Tonight, we explore Sacred Sun Charm. I will share some folklore from a variety of cultures through time and some of my own experiences making magic with the Sacred Sun in the form of sun charms. One way of creating a sacred sun charm is to find art that depicts the sun in a way that works with you, your spiritual path, and whatever culture or cultures you're connected with. I have a variety of sacred suns that I have in my home that I use as home blessing charms. One of them is of wood. It's from Mexico. It has a face in the center. And I not only have this hanging on the wall, but I have used this particular charm in ceremonies, in particular, our summer solstice ceremonies. Some charms I have are actually made of metal. One that I have with an 8 spoked wheel is a Moravian sun, a part of folk art. This I got many years ago when I was on the east coast of the USA, this is part of my sun shrine that's in the east part of my house that greets the sun in the morning as the sun comes through the windows. And I have a sacred sun of bronze. It too has a face and it has a rayed um, face This one I have taken with me to our big summer solstice gathering, and because it um, is metal and all weather, I've been able to leave it outside on our summer solstice altar, as well as have it in rituals in all kinds of weather. I've had this as part of a way of having people connect with the sun in sun rituals I do, not only at solstice time, at summer solstice time, but winter solstice time and at other times. This, too, hangs in my house when I'm not using it as a charm in rituals. Another sun charm that I have combines the sun rays with a five-pointed star in the center. And I got this a number of years ago and actually crafted it to be a Yuletide ornament. I have this as part of making magic for well-being. So this is my well-being tentacle sun charm. And I have a Bridget's Cross. Now, a Bridget's cross is rooted in the Celtic tradition. It's sacred to the sun goddess Bridget. It typically takes the form of a 4 foot wheel or cross, and it's woven from rushes. This particular um, Bridget cross that I have is a home blessing charm. It originally came from Ireland and was crafted by people there. And to reinforce it, I put some gold um, ribbon around each of its four rays. And at times I have used this not only in a position at my house for home blessing, but I've used it in home blessing rituals for myself and others. I've used it as a kind of wand. Now, at Immolk, which in the Northern Hemisphere is in late January, early February, this is a time sacred to Bridget. I'm a year-round Bridget priestess, but at Immolk, some people call it Candlemas, um, and the secular realm in the U.S. it's known as Groundhog's Day, uh, but essentially looking for the first signs of spring. And one of our traditions is to craft these sun charms, these frigid crosses at immolk times. Some people have it as part of their personal practice, their household practice, their group spiritual community practice, to craft them from rushes or straw or other materials that are natural materials. And then every year, a new one is crafted and the old one is kindled, put in a bonfire or a hearth fire in Thanksgiving. So it's a way of representing the renewal of the sun. One of my favorite sun charms is actually a reproduction and miniature version of a ancient sunstone from old ireland it has three circles of different sizes a small circle at the bottom on this rectangular um, piece of stone the middle one is a bit bigger than the small one and the top one is the largest circle of all so each of these circles have circles within them and while we don't know a lot about how this sun stone was used the original one was much bigger this one is uh, big enough to sit in my hands and i've used this in multiple solstice and equinox um, rituals as well as daily rituals to connect with the sun the three Circles represent the solar year. You have the small circle, winter solstice, the beginning of the solar year. The biggest circle, summer solstice, the longest day in the solar year, halfway through the solar year. And between the solstices, you have the equinox circle. And at equinox time, the midpoint between the solstices, you have equal day and equal night in the temperate parts of the world. And this sunstone is something that lets us know that it has been noticed and worked with in sacred ways since the most ancient of times. One of the ways that I work with this piece of sacred sun art is when I am setting up an altar, I will put the big circle at the top when it is summertime. I will put the smaller circle at the top when it's winter. And at equinox time, I actually turn the stone on it the balance of equinox. And this um, was crafted by some people in Ireland a number of years ago. I got it at a place known as Irish Fest, which happens in mid-August every year. And I celebrate the art of the old ones as well as Ways that we can craft new things with old images. Some other ways of depicting the sun and having the sun as part of one's spiritual life is to look at some ways that the sun already perhaps is in your own home. I work with Tarot and the sun card is an excellent way to build a sun altar. Get that sun card out and and put a candle and some other objects on your altar, and voila, you've got a sun altar without having to do a lot of work. I have used... From my very first row deck, which I got then 69, it's known as the sun's row. Back is a rectangle and in gold, a sun image with rays coming out. This um, deck is a Rider Waite deck and it was designed, the artist was Pamela Coleman Smith. Many of the Tarot decks that we have in 21st century world actually are patterned on the Pamela Fulman Smith Rider Waite Tarot deck, which has its roots in the ceremonial magic or hermetic tradition of the Golden Dawn. Another way of being able to connect with the Sacred Sun in symbol form and in image form, um, is something that you may have encountered in Masonic art and other sacred art. The all-seeing eye has been linked with the sun i have one in my collection that happens to be a bubble wand that i got at our big summer solstice gathering King of spirit gathering and the idea of the sun being an eye and being connected with sight is something that is quite old and a sun image in this form and a charm in this form can actually be used to help bring about blessings of not only physical eyesight, but inner sight. What are some other examples of charms? Well, the sun has been depicted in a variety of ways. One of its earliest depictions and one of the most universal depictions is the circle and the circle with a dot in the middle. Now this symbol goes back to antiquity. It not only represents the sun, but it represents gold, the color gold and the metal gold. And gold is something that I have worked with in my own practices In terms of attuning to the sun, one of my favorite gold pieces, which was handcrafted a number of years ago, and which I used as a charm for success, is this pentacle crown. And um, some of you may know that myself and many other people were part of a 10-year quest to get the pentacle five-pointed star and circle on the list of implements of belief that can be included on grave markers issued by the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs for those veterans who had served, retired, and then died, and for those on active duty killed in action. It took 10 years, um, but We did, in 2007, finally win that pagan rights victory. One of the things that I did as part of that quest was not only work with media and work with attorneys and networking and partnerships and allyships with a variety of people of different faith traditions, and not only in this country, but around the world, but I did sun magic, sun magic in the form of working with gold and sun magic in terms of an ancient pagan goddess by the name of Libertas, a goddess of freedom, who has come down to in America as an icon, Lady Liberty, a a sun goddess of, of sorts and Working with Libertas and working with the Sun and Gold for success, for victory, for strength and perseverance, certainly added to the work. So I am thankful for the Sun charms and the Sun magic and the Sun divinities that were part of the mix. There are a number of metals that have been connected with the sun, gold and metal that is golden or golden colored is certainly well known for that connection. But we also have bronze and brass, which are yellow colored and platinum. And some call, I have yellow gold in my, there's a white gold. So all of these metals used In the form of jewelry, in the form of adornment, to connect with the sun, to link in with the powers of the sun. In addition to working with sacred metals for charms, then there are a variety of sacred stones. One of my favorite stones connected with the sun is citrine. And this particular polished stone of citrine came from the Pagan Spirit Gathering main ritual a number of years ago, and we've actually used citrine in a variety of different forms as a giveaway at our main ritual. Uh, Citrine has a golden color. It is a form of quartz, and one of the things that people will do with a sacred stone connected with the sun is to use that as a centerpiece on an altar or in a charm bottle or a charm sachet or amulet, or to wear it as a kind of um, sacred stone in jewelry and a ring or a necklace to link in more strongly with one or more qualities of the sun. What are some other stones? Well, the sunstone, of course. And some people actually have a wand made out of poly sunstone. Ruby has been linked with the sun. And some say that diamonds are also connected with the sun. Some additional things, garnet and tiger's eye and carnelian. Now each of these has its own lore and connection. One of the really wonderful things about sacred stones sometimes they're called gemstones, but gemstone is in a very broad use in that way. Some of these are semi-precious stones Some are precious stones, and the actual value of the stone depends on a lot of different factors. Cornelian was linked to the setting sun in ancient Egypt, and it was connected in some traditions with pleasure and joy and community. The sunstone is a way of bringing that joy and freedom and exuberance of the sun It's some say that a sunstone, yes, it's the sun, but it's also sun manifest on earth. Garnet is connected with protection and passion, energy, revitalization. Many people will use that for protection. Garnets typically are red, various colors of red. Citrine itself has as one of its qualities dispelling negativity and transforming a situation into positivity, and it's connected with warmth and joy and happiness. Tiger's eye can be really grounding. I've used it as a protection stone and looking at the strength and endurance of the sun when I work with tiger's eye. Now, some people will combine a small stone with some herbs and something that may be called an amulet bag or a sachet. Um, I call them spirit bags. I have one with me from Pagan Spirit Gathering several years ago. That year, we had a cotton fabric that was rainbow-colored, and within the rainbow-colored fabric, are a whole variety of herbs, some directly connected with the sun. There's uh, mugwort, which is connected not only with the moon, but because it comes, um, it gets very exuberant during summertime. It has a summer solstice connection as well. And uh, a whole lot of different herbs are blended together and some type of stone Sometimes it's linked with the sun, and sometimes it's a different kind of stone. But we energize these. We make them and energize them right before summer solstice time, and then give them to people that take part in our gathering. So this is a very particular kind of sun amulet. How we work with it is we have a square of cloth, and then we put the herbs and the stone in the middle. We tie it up. And then we add a long piece of yarn so that we actually can wear it around our neck as an amulet or we who want to carry it in a pocket can um, wrap the longer cord around and carry it in that form instead now there are a whole variety of ways of working with herbs and making charms of the sun. So this is a cloth method, but some people like blending together the different herbs and other ingredients and put them in a small bottle and have it as some kind of amulet bottle, or some people may take a jar and do their blending there. Some like to blend incenses of the sun, taking various herbs and gum resins, grinding them in a mortar and pestle, that's the traditional way, or um, getting them powdered and then just blending them together uh, without having to do the grinding. And incense can be a really powerful way of uh, strengthening connections with the sun and bringing one or more qualities of the sun into a particular working. Now, sticks can be um, a ready way to tie in with the sun. I'd say of the various sticks that I have that I use for sun rituals, my two favorites, are frankincense, which roots in the Middle East, it's actually a gum resin from a tree, and I have a particular container that's red where I have some of my frankincense, and I've had this container for many years, and I replenish my frankincense supply. You can get your frankincense in really large chunks. I actually prefer the small chunks because they're easier to put in charm bags, and easier to manage when burning over a self-igniting charcoal block, which is a good delivery system. Now, in the Americas, especially among those from indigenous traditions working with the sun, copal is connected with the sun. Some people call copal the frankincense of the Americas. Some people call frankincense the um, co-call the eastern part of our world and and Europe. And clearly I have used both. They're two different herbs, but they both have a long history across cultures and across different spiritual religious traditions uh, being linked in with the sun. In addition to working with these types of incenses, you may want to grow or gather some flowers connected with the sun. Or, of course, which is in beautiful bloom at this time of year. I'm doing this presentation in August 2021. Sunflowers, a powerful way to connect with the sun. Having the sunflower seeds using them as an ingredient in a charm to connect with the sun is really wonderful another one of my favorite herbs connected with the sun is saint john's wort it is called saint john's wort because it blooms at summer solstice time and as europe became christianized the old pagan summer solstice time And a lot of herbs connected with that took on a Christian name. St. John is for St. John the Baptist, who in Christian lore is the cousin of Jesus and the forerunner. And his birthday was set at summer solstice and Jesus' birthday at winter solstice. But underneath the Christian layer is, even though both of them were Jewish, but very much part of the Christian religion, under that layer, you will find many layers of pagan sun celebrations at the solstices. And these solstices are being celebrated by people all around the world today, more than they have been for a very long time, as more people are tuning into nature and seeking to have celebrations in their lives that help with that connection with nature. There are a variety of different divinities connected with the sun, and will create a charm using a two-dimensional or a three-dimensional image of a deity. One of my favorites, Um, small sculptures that I've used not only on altars, but I've gifted people with a small sekma. Sekma is from ancient Egypt and a lion headed goddess. Now there's another goddess in Egypt also connected with the sun, but she too, Bas, was actually connected more with the rising sun whereas Sekhmet was the midday sun, uh, the sun in fierceness, in the heat of the day. So a particular protection amulet could be, and charm could be created working with a Sekhmet image, working with her name. Um, It can be two-dimensional, three-dimensional. And this particular reproduction does have some hieroglyphs that have been inscribed on it. I've actually been in museums in parts of the world and have seen segment statues that are enormous, that have survived from ancient times, ended up in a museum for safekeeping, and things that are triple quadruple the size of most human beings very powerful to be by a huge sacred sculpture of a divinity in that way one of my favorite charms is honey i've used it itself Alone, and I've used it as an ingredient in potions and lotions, and in other things that I have created. Um, it. Uh, I have raised bees from time to time in my life. Back in the 1970s, before Circle Sanctuary Nature Preserve came to be, I. I began raising bees and. Over time, several times, we've had done some beekeeping out here at Circle Sanctuary Nature Preserve, and we still have beekeepers within our community. Having honey, which is crafted by bees, and it has been linked with the sun, the bees, experiencing the joy of going from flower to flower and collecting and spreading pollen, Um, the pollinators are really important parts of our world, and honey is one of the blessings that come from the pollinators. So you may want to get a small jar and, and have some honey, on hand to use. You can eat it as a food, you can put it in a tea, you can put it as an ingredient in some kind of charm. It is liquid sun and sometimes it gets more solidified over time, but to get it to flow, all you need to do is put it in some warm water and the container in warm water and it will start flowing more again. So another favorite Having a sun catcher is a wonderful way to have a sun charm at your home. And one of my favorite sun catchers is that of a lid glass crystal. These have been available the last several decades. I like the round ones with a small hole in the top that allows you to string them up, and in putting them in a window, you are, especially if you're able to get sunlight, and I prefer morning sunlight, you actually have this prism effect that takes the sunlight and turns it into rainbow colors, which is really fabulous. So you see rainbow colors around the wall. Now, some people get creative and create suncatchers from different materials, and such is the case of this particular suncatcher, which has the form of an acorn. It has some metal. Um, It's made mostly of metal, but it has a faceted... Uh, jewel. It's actually made of some kind of plastic resin. So this is a, a bit more durable than a glass one. And and this can be hung in a window. It catches the sun. And acorns themselves are linked in with the sun as a sun symbol. Not only you'll find acorns as a decoration at yuletide, but Year-round, acorns are a, a symbol of the sun. The oak tree, also a symbol of the sun, connected with good fortune and success. So having some type of sun catcher you create yourself, and it may take the form of one or more plants, creatures, or other images connected with the sun. Another way of being able to work sun magic and to make some charms is to have some fabric that has sun images in them or brings forth the sense of the sun. And red is a color used across a number of different traditions. I have a cloth that was crafted uh, for me from some material that we use for spirit bags for taking spirit gatherings. So having an altar cloth that has some um, like images on it, a one thing for a sun altar, but you can also make a spirit bag or a pillow or something from this material. Now I have one of my favorite sun altar clothes that I got many years ago is actually with metallic fabric in it. And some like to wear a golden colored and metallic like fabric is part of a cape in ritual wear, and this is uh, altar cloth that I have, but a way of representing the sun and connecting with the sun. And going back to the early days of my own life, I enjoyed geometry and geometric figures. One of my Handcrafted crafted sun images, I got it from an artisan, it is a multi-faceted, multi-rayed star. Now, this one has the pinnacle as part of its connection. And some make these, this is made out of paper, and these can be hung above a doorway or in the center of a hallway as a way of having a representation of the sun i do think that um, one way of having a sun charm in your home is to find some artwork or to craft some artwork that has a solar image and I have a sun image handcrafted in Indonesia, and here there is a central disc, also with a face, a sun. And one of the things I really like about this particular sun image is, and I have it in my home to bless the guest room, which I call the cosmic room. It's not only dedicated to the sun. But the moon, and on the other side is a moon and star. And one of the wonderful things about folk art and distribution channels now becoming more global is we can have a way of understanding and connecting with the sacred sun across cultures different places who have in common a love of nature and in this case the sacred sun and sacred moon. <clears throat> a wreath can be a powerful charm. You can craft one yourself or get one uh, such as I have and I use this at summer solstice time with some what I call Uh, Imitation, symbolic flowers. This is a all-weather wreath, a very small wreath. Put it on the door, put it above your threshold. uh, Use it to decorate a place. You can act as a ring and put a candle in the center. There's a lot of different ways. Charms do not have to be limited to a piece of jewelry that you wear or a bottle or a cloth um, device that you fashion. Charms can take so many different forms. And, of course, there is some fabric that will have Sun Images front and center. I was able to get this at our Green Spirit Gathering and in a raffle. So being able to have a cosmic altar cloth was quite fabulous. And how does this get turned into a charm? The fabric itself is the charm and how I work with it. And uh, this goes into my cosmic room, and it's a way of strengthening my connection and the guests who visit that room with the sun in one of more of its forms. One of the easiest ways to have a sun charm is to kindle a candle. I have a yellow candle that I had for our summer solstice celebration, and had dedicated it for connecting with the sun. I like, for candle work, I like having tall, large candles with the wax inside because I do some of my work outside in the wind, helps protect the flame, and indoors it contains the wax and the flame, and you don't get wax all over the place. So having a sun candle as a kind of charm is also a wonderful thing that you can do. So what are qualities that we work with, with the sun, in doing sun charms? I'm going to share with you some qualities and guide some reflections and meditations. When you are working with the sun charm, in addition to having the form that you're working with, it's important to get your attention um, in place and put your attention on your intention as you put things together. So one of the powers of the sun is joy. Happiness. One of my favorite herbs, lemon balm, is something I make a tea out of. And I consider it an herb of the sun, and I put honey, also connected with the sun, in that tea. Tension as I stir my lemon balm together, often put some berries in it, fresh or frozen berries, is to focus on well-being and happiness. And one of the long-standing traditions of, of lemon balm is it is a herb that's been used for healing and well-being. And certainly if you're going to be working with herbs, taking them internally, it's important for you to consult with your health care provider to make sure that if you're going to be consuming something herbal, it doesn't have an interaction effect that's problematic with any kind of medicines or vitamins or other things that you might be taking. The lemon balm, I have something that's summer delight tea. So I have the lemon balm herb, I have uh, berries, and I have the honey and hot water, and the power of the sun, and the intention of joy. Putting it in a cauldron, bringing it up to boil, but not boiling the leaves. You want to bring the water to a boil, put the leaves in, and turn off the heat, because what you want is an infusion rather than a decoction. A decoction is when you boil an herb or other substance. a long period of time to have its properties go into the water, but an infusion is what you want. So you bring the water up to a boil, you put the lemon balm in, the berries in, the the honey in, you stir it around, you may want to do a sun chant of well-being, and then you steep it, you cover it, so you keep the essential oils within the container, and then, after at least 13 minutes, and I often will let it steep for at least a half hour or even an hour sometimes. and lemon balm is one of those herbs that you can let steep for quite some time, and it won't get bitter. Once you've steeped it, you've pulled it, you strain it, you can drink it warm, but in the summertime, as you commune with the sun outdoors, it can be a delicious tea taken cold to connect you with health and well-being. So health, joy, well-being, optimism, things that you can work with with a potion charm of lemon balm and the sun. In addition to working with joy and well-being, The sun can be protected. Yes, actually getting into sunlight too much in the heat of the day without such a problem for human skin. But the sun is something that does sustain and it it can protect. If you are feeling that you're in a situation where you have a sense of needing more safety and assurance for safety, doing a protection charm, and I um, have my sun ray, pinnacle would be perfect for a protection charm because the pentacle itself has been linked with protection as has the sun. And to not only call to mind that image, but you may want to depict that image in some way for protection on yourself, on your home, on your vehicle. And there are a variety of ways to do it. You can energize a symbol and put it in place in your home. You can wear it as a necklace. You can trace it with water or with anointing oil on your forehead or on your heart or on your wrist. You can act you wouldn't even have to have it be visible, but it's present on your person. And you can work with an image such as this and imagine it rotating around you. So charms do not have to be static. They can be in motion. They do not have to have a physical form. You can use it in your imaginal realm as a way of bringing protection and safety to you. What are some other ways of working with sun charms? Many people will work with the sun for prosperity in fact the tarot card has been used by many people the sun card as a focus for success and achievement for a particular endeavor this can be an endeavor that's about to be launched it can be an endeavor that's in process it can be an endeavor that may be struggling and you wish to turn its energy around and have it be more positive. And, of course, there is a nurturing part to the sun. Uh, That's where I think if you are able to take honey um, into yourself or to at least smell its wonderful aroma, to actually take a bit of that liquid sunshine into yourself for nurturing yourself and helping your um, yourself with good nutrition. What are some other things that are connected with the sun that you can use a sun charm for? To celebrate the seasons. One of the things that I like to do is at Samhain time in particular, I was gifted a necklace of amber and jet and silver, and the amber is the solar part, and some Wiccan traditions, this is a traditional necklace with amber and jet, and I will wear this to celebrate solan, It not only connects me with traditions that are woven into the solan connection, but with other practitioners that work with Amber and Jet and Silver in this way. At Yule time, many people are working with sun charms to decorate their holiday tree. Yes, those little red shiny glass, and now sometimes they're some form of plastic resin balls. I like the glass ones, I'm old school. Those actually represent the sun. Celebrate the new solar year, and to readily get some sun images in the form of shiny ornaments. What a wonderful way to have the celebration part of the sun, having that joy, that rebirth, that renewal on display on your tree and in your home. The sacred sun has many ways of blessing us. Creativity, wisdom, learning, connection, well-being, freedom, joy, celebration, qualities of the sacred sun. I like singing as part of my charm making, and while many people are used to charms, Having a particular physical form, one way of having a sun charm is through speaking or singing a sun chant. Come and be one with sacred sun. Come and be one with sacred sun. You may want to wear jewelry if you're going to be chanting. One of my favorite sun necklaces is actually Rays of the Sun. And this actually was, it's a um, kind of a vintage piece that has its inspiration from old Egypt and other forms of antiquity. Um, wearing sun discs as earrings, uh, sun rings, and having the sun on your being, singing the sun, being with the sun. And I couldn't conclude this presentation without talking about the sun charms that you work with by putting them in the sun. So if you have a particular image that you wish to work with as a sun image for a particular purpose, I invite you not only to work with it imaginatively, but have your sun charm get in the sunlight for a bit of time. In fact, you may want to do your empowering of the sun symbol in the sunshine. I do sun rituals as the sun rises up. I do sun rituals in the middle of the day. I do sun rituals as the sun goes down. If you are really attuned to the sun, and I also attuned to the moon, uh, is part of my my practice. it has been part of my priestess life uh, since I was in my early 20s, working with the sun, being a priestess of the sun and a priestess of the moon. <clears throat> Getting out and to actually be present under the sunlight and to connect with that can be a powerful way of strengthening your connection with the sun and empowering the work that you're doing. Sacred sun joy above us. Sacred sun, joy below us, sacred sun,
2: joy
1: before us, sacred sun, joy behind us, sacred sun, joy within us, sacred sun, joy around us, sacred sun, joy around us. Sacred sun joy within us. Sacred sun joy connects us. Sacred sun joy informs us. Sacred sun joy guides us. Sacred sun joy teaches us. Sacred sun joy nurtures us. Sacred sun joy heals us. Sacred sun joy delights us. Sacred sun joy blesses
2: us.
1: So be it. Now that's an example of a sacred sun charm chant. And you can use something... Simple such as that, get a basic framework, put the words, the qualities that you seek to emphasize the strength in your connection with, or if you're creating a charm for someone else, to imbue that charm with those qualities that you will give to someone else. So a charm that's spoken or sung does not have to be elaborate, doesn't have to be ancient, but what's the real magic of it is that there is intention and focus, connection, and energizing within yourself, your connection with the Sacred Sun, and within the particular form of the working that you are doing. Divine Sun blessings. On our community. Divine Sun blessings on our diversity. Divine Sun blessings on our unity. Divine Sun blessings. Of harmony, divine sun blessings on our community, divine sun blessings on our diversity, divine sun blessings. On our unity, divine sun, blessing of harmony. This is an example of a sun chant charm that can be used in a group setting. And I do this here in our group setting through the wonders of cyberspace and inner space, where we're connecting and now and in times to come. We are a community through time, a community that connects through a shared interest in the sacred sun and sacred sun charm. We are diverse. We are from many places, from many paths. We celebrate that. But yet, we also are united. We are humans, and we are connected with spiritual dimensions of the sacred sun. And harmony is the balancing of that diversity and unity and community. Harmony is converging that diversity in a form of oneness. And that is something very powerful, not only for groups, but within our own personal lives. Whether we happen to be working on an ongoing basis, face to face with a group, we can celebrate our connections with community. So as I conclude, not only this Sacred Sun Charms works, up, but this has been part of a four-part series on the sacred sun. Let us celebrate the sun. The sun that is in the sky, that is above us. The sun that is within us. The sun that connects us and nurtures us. The sun that helps us connect with each other not only now but across time, the son of our ancestors, the son of those yet to come. One of the powerful things about working with charms it's an additional way of living our lives where we not only are working with our rational cognitive intellect, but our mystical, creative, intuitive side balancing that diversity and unity and harmony to serve ourselves and community. So as we conclude this, I bring bright blessings of the Sacred Sun. I invite those of you who've been watching and listening live, I'm um, to tune in to the other Sacred Sun presentations that I've done, they're archived on the Circle Sanctuary Network podcast archive site, which is at circlesanctuary.org under CSNP and on my Facebook, main Facebook page, Selena Fox Update. So blessings of the Sacred Sun upon you now and in times to come. I give thanks to David and Jeanette Ewing, Sanctuary Ministers from Northern Virginia, that engineering and management of CSMP. I give thanks to them for podcasting as well as to Laura Gonzalez, Deborah Rose uh, who are other podcasters and to our social media team of laura and jules and casey all of us circle sanctuary ministers for more information about circle sanctuary find us on the web yes we're going to continue to celebrate the seasons and the moons and light and we're starting to do some events in person but our sabbaths while they're becoming in person now i'm continuing to do a hybrid presentation so those who are not able to join us in person can still celebrate with us the turning of the wheel of the year of the sacred sun and seasons. And yes, the sun shines bright on the full moon. We have virtual full moons every month. So I invite you to tune in to them on the Circle Sanctuary YouTube channel. Thank you all. For tuning in, for those of you who drew Selena Fox Update Facebook page, later on, I'll take the opportunity to look at your various comments. If you want to share something you've uh, gained from this in the comments, I welcome you to do that. And for you who are listening on CSMP, I give thanks to you for supporting our so bright blessings of the sacred sun, now and in times to come, so be it.
2: I am the spark before the fire from winter's cold. I do inspire. I am the promise of the spring. I am the tiniest of flames, a dancing fire upon the snow in darkest night, a mighty glow, I circle toward the coming spring, I am all life awakening. Midwinter slumber, I do shake, I coax the seed and bulb to wake, I pull them slowly from their dreams, I am the maiden of the... Protecting all at time of birth In love and safety draw them forth I wrap all newborns in my light I am the maiden dressed in white I am the spark before the fire From winter's cold I do inspire I am the promise of the spring I am the tiniest of flames a dancing fire upon the snow, in darkest night a mighty glow, I circle toward the coming spring, I am all life awakening. Midwinter slumber I do shake, I coax the seed and bulb to wake, I pull them slowly from their dreams, I am the maiden of the flame. Protecting all at time of birth In love and safety draw them forth I wrap all newborns in my light I am the maiden dressed in white I, I am, am the spark before the fire From winter's cold I do inspire I am the promise of the spring I am the tiniest of flame. A dancing fire upon the snow In darkest night a mighty glow I circle toward the coming spring I am a life awakening Midwinter slumber I do shake I coax the seed and bulb to wake I pull them slowly from their dreams I am the maiden of the flame Protecting all at time of birth In love and safety draw them forth I wrap all newborns in my light I am the maiden dressed in white I am the
0: Circle Sanctuary Network podcasts presented by Circle Sanctuary and produced for all who follow the Nature Center paths join us here throughout the week for various programming connecting the community around the world and please don't forget to watch for updates on the Circle Sanctuary website at www.circlesanctuary.org and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash CSN podcasts we can also be found on your favorite podcast hosting sites such as iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and others. And until next time, many blessings.